0: Listen, I've got a question for you. When did corgi butts become such a cultural phenomenon?
1: Ooh, probably a good, like three years ago, maybe, I think. You think Wasn't it longer than that? I was remember it? being
0: in like community college when
1: people were like, oh my God, corgi butts.
0: And like being 21 and like selling people stance socks that oh. had corgis on them and shit.
1: Yeah. Three years ago is like spiritual time. Yeah, it was probably like a good. <laughs> you were fucking ago. born anew three years ago. You have no memory prior to that. I don't know what life was prior to spirit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> prior well, technically,
1: to my Saturn return. I don't know what life was. <laughs> technically there was no life prior to spirit, but <laughs> what ebbs. <laughs> so, so here's the big mind. Fuck. There's a spirit to spirit. And that's what existed prior to spirit. What? <laughs> spirit is actually a whole higher level of humanity. And there's a whole nother spirit that exists for that spirit. Are you matrixing me right now? I am matrixceptioning you. Ooh,
0: dude, what Daddy. a fucking mashup that would be. <laughs> Sometimes that's
1: what life feels like. There's
0: Matrix like one big mashup. Oh, matrixceptioning. For everyone like you you leave your house one day and everybody's just wearing knee-length leather trench coats, and you're like,
1: that. It's
0: July. What did I
1: miss? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't handle that. Oh, yeah. Me and my dislike of clothing could not handle that whatsoever.
0: I was in the OR the other day, and my my two attendings were talking about the Matrix, not like in great depth, but one of them was like, Yeah, I was talking to this kid like in his 20s or whatever. He's like, I don't even know if he had ever seen The Matrix. And I was
1: like insulted by that. I was like, You fucking kidding me? Like I'm in my 20s and I grew up watching The Matrix. Yeah, seriously. Granted, the very first one was the very best, and that was when we were all significantly younger, too. Like we were like kiddo kiddos. Dude, I still remember being mindfucked by The Matrix and we were kids, you know? hmm Even my mom, who does not do action movies, love The Matrix. She's like, This is so Buddhist. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> It's always her thing. It's like, oh my God,
0: like the karma in it. Oh, dude, I love how moms (laughs) at a certain age just get one thing and they just make that their personality. You know, Mm -hmm. they just stick with their entire life. Yeah. (laughs) Like my mom is just all about finding cute little places to eat. doesn't even matter if the food's fucking good. She just likes to eat in cute little places. I love everything in her life revolves around that. (laughs) What's her very favorite place like? I don't know, man. She likes like little sushi shops. She likes little taquerias where she can go get tacos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She just likes to pop into little places. It's so cute.
1: I I actually, I'm all about that. I love like little mom and shop coffee, mom and and coffee shops, mom and coffee pop shops. Yes. Mom and coffee pop shops. Yeah. Where mom (laughs) left dad for coffee
0: and then just
1: opened up a pop shop where you can buy new dads, (laughs) which maybe is just me down the road come find me baby i'm uh, here uh those would be poppy shops ooh, 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 poppy what's up baby <laughs> 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 man, poppy I love... seeds because i do like poppy seed muffins so
0: oh man speaking of which i gotta take a drug test soon and i've been um avoiding drinking these muffins. like no, i've been drinking <laughs> these like rock star drinks at at work because it's like free Mm -hmm. and they they're made with hemp seed and i'm like oh no am i gonna fucking fail this drug test because i've been drinking
1: a drink with hemp seed (laughs) have cbd in me oh no that's funny um oh yo do i tell (laughs) i think you know this how much rockstar i drank in college and monster probably a gross amount i given the
0: amount of flat bill hats you wear i would probably say a lot
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll add in the layer of living in a frat house and then the layer of we had a monster rep, a rock star rep, a Red Bull rep all in the house, which means what? they get sent like individually those gradually about right? 30 cases of their product a month to give out what? at parties. So my cases? roommate exact also was the monster rep. So we had all the cases in our room. And so Neil in a very unhealthy time of his life, to <laughs> <I'm gonna> preface <laughs> that was drinking three three monsters a day. Holy shit, yeah, sugar free. Oh, was, well, so that 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 evens out all the caffeine issues and you know everything, so we're good. <laughs> hey, at least you're not dumping sugar into your body. I mean uh, whatever just, I don't know it's fake sugar. Yeah, just <laughs> which fake is even worse. yeah, which has no good data behind it, but I can't it can't be good for you. <laughs> no no and it wasn't like it was monk free sugar or something like that it was just like you know diet coke sugars. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah.
0: i don't know if i ever i probably i've probably told you this one when i was like 12 years old in sixth grade my friend's mom started dating a gm for red bull like he he mm-hmm. ran a few of the factories and so he got free tickets to the red bull flutog and the flutog oh, is like sounds so fun. I, yeah you know where that is but like mm-hmm. for for our listeners the flutog is that thing where just regular ass people build these like little f- airplanes and they try and run these airplanes off of a ramp over a lake. And then they try and see who's glides the farthest basically. Uh, so they're like real like size kind of, um, not, not fucking jet, uh, the, what the prop, but like real size prop airplanes that people build themselves. Uh, and so you go to this and you're basically just like eating good food and drinking Red Bull. And so I'm 12 And we're in like the VIP section. And so I'm drinking as much Red Bull as I want to drink. Right. And then at the end of the day, we're like walking back to the the car and the dude goes, does your mom let you drink Red Bull? I'm like, I've been here with you all day. What do you mean? Does my mom let me drink Red Bull? And he's like, oh, all right, here. And he like hands me a 24 pack of Red Bull. He's like, you can take this home with you. (laughs) And so me and my cousin, who's like a few years older than me. So he was like, I don't know, 15 at the time. We just sat up all night playing video games and just drinking almost like we drank like 12 Red Bulls between the two of us. Oh my God. And as a 12 year old, I did not sleep literally for like two or three days. I remember I was so tired and I could just not do anything but stare at the ceiling. I was like, oh, this is bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. I I want to experience that Zach now. (laughs) (laughs) Cracked out. That was the thing though. in high school, I remember like, all right, energy drinks and Halo and we're going to be up all night and then it turned energy drinks and Call of Duty and we were up all night <laughs> over and over and over. And then at some point it turned into work and you had to go to bed at 9 p.m. <laughs> and then still drinking the same amount of copious caffeine to be able to function through
0: yeah but yeah the the caffeine only lasts like three hours this time and then if you drink more than one cup of caffeine it just makes your heart go faster and your brain go mm-hmm. slower and
1: you're like this is bullshit you get anxious and start to get tired at the same time and then you can't <laughs> sleep and then you need more caffeine <laughs> it's fucked up <laughs> <laughs> this you is know, I'm bullshit i've <laughs> been trying to stop drinking coffee for probably like a good month and a half now unsuccessful How's that going yeah Very unsuccessfully, I've 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 gone to tapering down significantly, and I only fill up my mug. This is like when I'm at work because you know I Mm -hmm. open super early. I only fill up my mug a quarter at a time, so I can just like drink up just a little bit and sip on it, and it saves me from going to like three mugs of coffee instead. I have like one through. Yeah, because you have to go back and forth to the coffee machine to get coffee every time, Mm -hmm. and it makes it so I get fresher coffee too, so it's hotter, which is nice. So yeah, life hacks. (laughs) <laughs> knows all about hotter, uh, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens. I am switching out my at-home coffee for some morning greens and some EAs. So good for you, better move. I'm not. <laughs> you are a med student. I don't expect you to whatsoever, <laughs> but that I should. I should do
0: something like that. I should be scooping super greens and amino acids. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah. You, Ben Greenfield?
1: Very dehydrated recently. So I actually bought Ben's EAAs from Keon. Oh, how are they? I took my first one this morning. It was really good. I actually, I interestingly too felt like an immediate rush of like energy to my head after having it. I was like, oh, this is interesting for it just being EAAs. Mm -hmm. So, but first day, we'll see. I'll let you know in a week. I was going to ask you if your voice immediately got like three octaves deeper.
0: (laughs) The Ben Greenfield Fitness podcast. The Sultry
1: Voice of God.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know about you, man, but it feels like the seasons are changing outside right now. And I know that like by the calendar, mm-hmm. the seasons should have changed a while back, but right now it feels like the seasons are changing. I can feel the energy shifting outside. Fully. So today I wanted to get into a little bit about what your intentions are for like this little bit of shift and energy moving into the summer. What's your hot oh, girl summer looking like?
1: Boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Neil and his intentions.
0: <laughs> Hot Hot
1: intentions, uh, and this kind of segues into a topic I potentially had in mind too, which is kind of around my intention right now. So ew, it's like it's like we just Someone's synchronized like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, and I think too, like seasonal change, as well as right we're recording right now, which is full moon day and eclipse day. So there's a whole lot of change going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mercury retrograde. And Mercury retrograde. That's a big one too. All, all of the above, <laughs> but I'm a I'm a backtrack about a month. So you know yeah. how I went to a brother's wedding and had all these crazy like insights and awarenesses and shifts and, and came you back a like, whole new meal for a second, like morphed into Patrick Swayze. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> into my final form, which is Patrick Swayze.
0: <laughs> Full form, is Patrick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that final form was my intention it was to really just keep that level of fun in my life and in the mundane and in the day-to-day and the moment-to-moment and really let that just be me at my core because it really is right like that is really actually just me at my core very just fun outgoing fully myself and being the show you know and that's been actually a really big shift for me um Tying into one of the things I was going to share, I actually got a, I did an exchange yesterday with somebody and that was a lot of what the message was. Um, We've talked a lot about for you and I, like this level of power that is to be rediscovered that I have. And that was a big theme that was brought up without me saying anything. And we tapped into this past life of mine and this past Neil popped up. And it was just basically, you know, long story short of just allowing yourself to be in that innate rhythm of who you are and your soul and allowing that just to be the intention. And so what I've been doing since yesterday is really just kind of dropping into that space of like, okay, I'm just not trying to be anything. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm not trying to be my masculine. I'm not trying to be my feminine. I'm just fully allowing myself to be me from the soul out Mm -hmm. nothing more because everything that I'm trying to be is already there
0: Mm -hmm. to just enforced
1: measures. Mm -hmm.
0: That's funny that you bring that up, man. I was thinking about that. Like over the past couple of days, just every time I don't go back and I don't read through my journals. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really go back into the podcast and I don't like listen to old episodes because I can feel like the more authentic I get, I can feel every little oh. layer of inauthenticity that comes up. Dude, yeah. Like when I read my journal or when I like, you know, when I when I'm on the podcast, I'm like, who are you trying to do this for? Like who are you like, who are you trying to impress with this inauthenticity? There's nothing impressive about it. Um, and I can feel it more and more. And so it's interesting that you bring that up. And it's just it's um these like layers of trust that you have to have these like layers of surrender that you have to have to being who you are because it's fucking frightening like, you couldn't go from you know kneel with flat build caps pounding three monsters a day in a frat in college to who you are right now overnight like you would be too terrified you would never get any of it done um, it would be too big of a shift in your life but over the course of a decade you know or eight years
1: little bits Yeah. And I think that comes through too. Like I couldn't have received that message any sooner than I have. Right. Like I couldn't have gotten that message two years ago because it wouldn't have applied. I needed to go through the things that I have to be at this point where now like, okay, like bro, stop fucking trying. Just fully, fully allow yourself to be in, come forward. Yeah. It's really, it's a really interesting thought. And it kind of pushes me back into that inception mind fuck mode of like, yeah, but like now the human side, like I have to try to do, to do these things or try to be myself. And then my heart and soul is like, no, 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 bro. Like you're just fucking chilling. Don't worry. You're good. It just is naturally. Mm-hmm. You just have to allow it. And it's going to come out more and more and more and more. Yeah, exactly. The only,
0: so I received a similar message in a reading, um, mm-hmm. on Valentine's day, it was like my birthday reading, but kind of postponed. And it was, a, it was the same message. It was basically just be who you are nothing like everything else is ancillary to that nothing else that you're trying to do really matters so long as you're just being who you are everything will will work right and if you think about the the pragmatic aspects of that like well how do i get shit done in the day off all i'm doing is being who you being who i am it's like think about who you are maybe you're a hard worker like deep down maybe you're I don't know, things, you just kind of trust that things will get done, um, that your life will get done and you can just kind of be that. And the only thing that I really find myself having to be intentional about now, which is funny because I brought up this question of intention, is catching myself when I'm being inauthentic.
1: Um,
0: And sometimes that can be immediately and I will like immediately feel guilty about it, which is probably not the best way to feel about it, but it is what happens um, or I'll catch myself after like a couple of days of worrying about something of being anxious about something and realizing all of these subtle ways in which I've tried to control an outcome and then like, Oh, I need to stop trying to control this outcome. And I just need to be honest about it. And then every single time that I am honest about it, (laughs) it
1: resolves. So, I'm curious, what does it look like for you when most commonly the times are you are more inauthentic to yourself? Is there a pattern or is it just random things? That's a good question. It's funny. I was going to ask
0: you like, well, what does that look like for you in your life? But then I was like, well, it's it's just who he is. Like, how do you describe it? But the pattern of inauthenticity. Um, hmm usually comes, so it comes in two different ways that I can think of in this moment. One way is trying to make people comfortable. Like my natural inclination is to make people comfortable in times of conflict or just in like social situations. So one thing that kind of happened was that at the end of last week, I told these two little white lies um, and they came out of my mouth before I even thought Like somebody asked me a question and I just blurted something out and was like, what the fuck? That's not true. Like, why did I even say that? Um, It doesn't happen often, but it did happen. And I was, I think I texted you about it. I was feeling like really distraught about nothing, basically. Um, Like a preceptor asked me like, Hey, what'd you do this weekend? And I was like, Oh, I went and grabbed drinks with friends. And I was like, I didn't fucking grab drinks with friends this weekend. Like I did that last weekend, got ice cream this weekend. And I was like, "Wait, I didn't even get ice cream this weekend. I got froyo this weekend." So I like just fucking lied twice. Like, what is that? What am I even doing? And it was like this compulsive thing. And I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" The other area, uh, I think, uh, I think I'm only aware of it because I read a little excerpt on this. So our friend Maya sent me this book on North Node astrology, uh, and she sent me like the chapter on my my North Node, which is Sagittarius. And it's basically a few different sections, like uh, things you need to work on in this life, like things that you are naturally good at, blah, blah, blah. And then within those, there are subheadings. And for one of them, it's relationships. And it described this, how the Sagittarius North Node kind of struggles with self-identity at times. So when in a romantic relationship, they're always trying to get a sense of where their partner is at. Um, mentally and emotionally. And because they're so psychic, they can generally try and do that. Um, And they can generally like manipulate is kind of a dirty word, but like manipulate, like ask questions and shift their energy in a certain way to get the person to divulge things about what they're thinking, about what they're feeling, blah, blah, blah. This has been a pattern in my life where I'm like, holy shit. Like I always kind of want to know what's going on in the mind of somebody else so that I can feel more secure in my relationship. And so I'll catch myself every once in a while. I'll be like worried about something for a day, or worried about something for two days, and I'll be like, "Oh, I've gone about that." Like I'll feel this urge to like reach out to my partner and just like touch base with nothing of substance, and I'm like trying to think of something to say, and I'm like, "Oh, you just want attention. Like you just want to know where this person's energy is at, where their head is at."
1: Uh,
0: and then whenever I just am like, "Oh, you know what the solution to this is?" Just telling them that I'm feeling worried, <laughs> and I'll just. Be honest, and I'll just say what I'm thinking rather than trying to divulge what they're thinking. And that always like resolves the
1: problem for me, it resolves the anxiety. That I'm gonna come back to that in a second. But the very first one that you shared mm-hmm. it has been randomly coming up for me too, the last three few weeks. And I'm just like, dude, where the fuck did that come from? I need, like, like you're saying, right? Like, there is no, not even a split second of like thinking about saying something, it just comes out of your mouth. I'm like, whoa, why, where? why no Mm -hmm. and something and it's only been stuff that is completely meaningless too yeah right right because the big stuff you're really intentional about Mm -hmm. yeah interesting i was thinking Mm -hmm. i was like is this also like me turned up my caffeine meter and just like i'm just going and so things are just coming out and like doing like you know so you're just revved up and saying shit Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I realized, actually, I did relate this specifically to caffeine, um, the opposite of I had been struggling to um, speak sometimes. And I noticed this on, like, the downfall of caffeine when I start to crash. I'm trying to say something, and I just start stumbling on my words. And what I'm trying to speak is just, like, a bumblefuck. Because so, your mind moves on. Mm-hmm. It, like, it my mind just to a different going, topic. But I'm also yeah. kind of, like, now physically, like, starting to crash and tone down. It's just, like, incongruent. Mm-hmm so, <clears throat> yeah, they're like,
0: they're desynchronous, like the rhythms are are out of tune with each other. Mm-hmm. And like your mind hops onto a different topic, but your mouth is still trying to finish the sentence it was on. And it's like, wait, where are the
1: rest of the words? And then there's this ancient, anxious energy in me anyways, too, because of all the caffeine. I'm like, okay, this is just not, no bueno, dude. <laughs> so, but um, with the second piece, I, I actually just ha- was talking to someone about speaking last night and throw chakra stuff and just like sharing authentically. And we were both sharing how, you know, there's that, there's that voice too. That says like, okay, like, what if, what happens if I'm going to share this thing? You know, you, we kind of catastrophize for the most part, like all of us will do like, Oh, if I speak this, then they're going to get triggered and then they're not going to like me, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm You know what I just shared with him is like, dude, like every time I do it, I only, receive love and respect back. I have never shared something authentically and honestly and have had it kick me back in the face. It's only been met with even more love. And I, that for me has been something that's helped to kind of turn that switch even more. I'm like, oh yeah, now I you can be more and more open and more and more honest and just know it's going to be something really special.
0: Exactly, yeah. I think by and large, most people, really see and appreciate authenticity. Like generally, like the most authentically charming people that you meet are the ones who are just like fully fucking themselves. And you're like, wow, that is so refreshing. Like meeting somebody in a grocery store and they're just like fully being, like some people will have just really charismatic personalities. But generally when they're just really being themselves, wow, that's really alluring. And you can even think about people who are kind of assholes and they're just really being themselves. Like a lot of people still flock around individuals who are like total dicks but <laughs> are doing it from a place of like well this is what i'm feeling like i'm feeling like a fucking asshole so i'm just going to be an asshole um, yeah there's something like magnetizing about authenticity we're the only ones who think it's like that vulnerable you know
1: <laughs> unless you're in high school <laughs> right. and
0: then everybody's judging you all the time but none of us are in high school so fuck it
1: <laughs> i mean you and i might have the, the the spirit of a high schooler though still sometimes which is a good thing though so. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> for every young um that brought up something I, I found to be very interesting one of the things I've been thinking about recently are very charismatic people and how much of that is who they naturally are versus how much of that is maybe more of like a defense mechanism or like some ego you know response um and who they are is, is actually naturally a little bit more like maybe toned back. And in that reading yesterday, um, to a similar tone, one of the things that was said to me is like, you know, you, you talk a lot about like needing your space and being reserved or being more naturally introverted, but you at your very like truest self is very outgoing and very extroverted. And that's actually a theme that I had thought for myself over A few months ago, I started to think about that, and I was like, you know what? I don't know myself anymore in the best way possible. So I'm not going to keep these labels that I've kept on myself. So I'm not going to say that I'm introverted anymore. I I have thought in the past, like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm maybe I'm I'm, I actually am more of an extroverted introvert, right? I'm this I have this energy to give and this personality to give, but naturally I have this tendency and um, just to be within myself in my own space. But I was like, no, no, no. I'm not gonna identify with any of that anymore. Like maybe I am just naturally extroverted. And then this message was shared with me last night. And I think you, right? Like we know my story. You know my story. You know the things I've had to learn and what my lessons were growing up through this life. And it was coming that introversion served its purpose. And my story has been about coming out of that more and more and more.
0: You know, I I think so i think about introversion and extroversion maybe a, diff- a bit differently i think okay. of i think of introversion and extroversion as where you derive energy from this was like, this was shared with me a while back i can't remember exactly who shared it with me i have like a lot of memories of my early 20s popping up and i can't remember exactly which person said this to me but um it might have been my ex fiance actually but just the idea that like extroversion would be you feel enlivened by and energized by social interaction with, especially in groups, whereas introversion is you feel most invigorated by the silence in your life. Now that doesn't mean that because you're an introvert, that you're not a charismatic person and you're not very likable and you don't have a charming personality. It just means that, you know, given the choice um, like nine, like whatever, eight out of 10 or nine out of 10 nights, given the choice to go out, to a bar and be around a bunch of people or to stay in or spend time with just like a couple of friends, you're probably going to choose like the quieter night because that's more invigorating for you. Um, So that's kind of like, that's generally what I think about with that. Uh, I, I think that we generally tend to frown upon introversion in our society. And so people who are introverts learn to devalue their personalities. And so they end up being really quiet people. When in fact, some of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life are introverts. Um, I like, I I would, I probably identify as an extrovert. I think that's changing, but for most of my life, I would have identified strongly as an extrovert. And I always loved my extroverted friends. They're fun to go out with. They're fun to be around. They're very energetic They're like dogs. They're like, uh, border collies or something like that. Um, but my introverted friends are the ones that I generally like feel the most resonant with are the ones that like say things that interest
1: me the most. I agree with that fully. And what's interesting is, um, when I've thought about myself from the energetic perspective too, um, there is part of me that needs that foundation, right? That deriving that energy from my own space but where i really and i'm going to be very specific about the word here is when i thrive mm-hmm. is in extroversion when i can be in that social energy and then it just my my who i really am really just naturally will just then come out and there's a level of me like in that i don't want to call it a higher buzz but that's the best way i can describe it right now you're in flow um, state yeah i'm in a flow yeah. But I can't also, I can't get to that point if I haven't done my, for lack of better words, introversion. If I <laughs> haven't done that space to really take care of my own energy and my own needs and work on that inner energy first, right? The things that I will need, my qigong, my meditation, my yoga, my yin, these things that cultivate that inner, you know, more feminine, that that energy, And then what I'll say is then I go into that social energy and it just, then everything can really amplify. But if I don't, I'm not taking care of myself, I go into that social place and then it just drains me in the more typical introverted way. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think there's something to be said for building your inner resources so that you can maintain your groundedness and your individuality when you're in a group with people. I I have a similar thing where, especially guys like you and I, where we're like, very in touch with our feminines, So we're very psychic and that kind of shit where it's like, you go out in public and the more you interact in groups, the more ungrounded you feel because you start to pick up on other people's energy until you have so much of it that you can't really identify which is yours and which isn't. And you just don't feel like yourself anymore. And so when I'm in those moments, I start to feel like when I've been extroverted or doing a lot of extroverted things for like one thing after another, after another, I get really ungrounded because like I find myself doing more people pleasing, trying to be more bubbly, trying to be more like making people comfortable when versus like when I'm doing a lot of my introverted work, when I'm doing my Qigong, when I'm doing my meditation, when I'm spending nights alone. And then I bring that out into, you know, a night with friends or I bring that onto a social interaction or I bring it into the hospital. I feel like it's my energy and I'm putting it where I want to put it and I don't give a shit what other people think about it. Not that I'm being rude, but I don't really give a shit what other people think about it. I'm not trying to pander. And usually the results come back a lot better because there's that sense of individuality. There's that sense of self-worth and knowing who you are.
1: I just had an awareness basically confirmed as I was listening to you speak. And then like just settling into what I just shared. I'm gonna take it back to the coffee and caffeine thing, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I have this innate belief that Caffeine, what it does is it takes your feminine yin energy and converts it into yang energy. And what TCM or Chinese medicine says is basically like coffee and caffeine, it takes tomorrow's energy and gives it to you today. And when I kind of decode that, it means it takes your reserves and burns it. So you have something going now. And I was just thinking back to the last few weeks of what's been going on. And, As I've been telling you, been very needing to nurture my feminine these last few weeks. And that's come basically at this tail end of me on this caffeine kick and needing to back off and not being able to. And then as much as I also have not been doing the things that I've needed to, to take care of my energy, the Qigong, the yoga, those are things that are on the top of my list I'm just not doing right now. And it just it to me that all adds
0: up. That's interesting. Um, I've, I've thought about caffeine as like bringing energy up out of your lower chakras into your upper chakras. If you think about like how talkative and how like how fast your brain goes when you're drinking caffeine, sense. and how out of your body you feel. But I like I kind of like what you're saying about that. It's making me reflect on my coffee
1: consumption. But that's true too, right? Like the feminine chakras, the lower chakras, into the upper.
0: Oh, I think of the upper chakras as feminine chakras. Mm-hmm. I know we've, we've differed uh, on we've this. We've differed on that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you think about, I mean, even think about the octave of a person's voice, right? Talk out of your throat right now
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus talk out of your diaphragm or talk out of your, your lower chakras, right? Okay. Like one of them has like a more inherently, I don't know. That's, that's, that's one way I, I think about it. Or I think about like John Wineland's work where he breathes into his belly and, and you know, brings mm-hmm. like grounds into that, that more masculine energy. Whereas when I think about feminine, I think about like flowing and like, Mm -hmm. I am, my energy immediately comes up into my heart.
1: So this is a really interesting thing that I've actually, it's been on my mind recently too, is Mm -hmm. like this exact subject. And I see it as the duality. Um, So the way I most broadly look at it is um, because of what I was taught, It, it, it was the lower chakras are, feminine as you move into higher consciousness that consciousness is is the masculine trait right so that's going up to the ground chakra i look at that in terms of the physical world right mother earth Mm -hmm. is very feminine even though it's this dense matly powerful thing that's that's the duality but mother earth is the feminine as you move up you move into just source anyways those are neil's ponderings and things that randomly come to my mind, but I think it just hits on a theme that, you and I always talk about of just balance and duality. And I think that's a lot of what we've ended up talking about without realizing. So naturally, right. Naturally. Which is part of the shifting of the seasons, which is kind of where we started, right. It's all about this balance. Yeah. Yeah. But on note of that, we're going to stop this episode now because we both are out of things to say. And uh, also Neil's dog keeps interrupting us. He is going buck wild. <laughs> So, in full note of authenticity and realness, we <laughs> have nothing to say. <laughs> and we are out of time because my dog is probably going to poop himself. So, on that note, we love you. Bye.